welcome to Swartz Talking Sports, your YouTube channel for all sports talk. I'm your host, Les Swartz. I'll be here every Wednesday evening, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Just want to let everyone know we are live tonight, So, and we are experiencing a tropical storm, by the way, so if you hear any rumblings in the background, that is what it is. So let's keep our fingers crossed that we do not have any interruptions and power outages. Our regularly scheduled guest tonight would have been John Irwin, a former Assumption College Greyhound, four-year starter, played college football with current LSU head coach Brian Kelly. Unfortunately, John could not make it this evening, so we're going to bring on our recurring guest who's going to be with us every week, and he's going to help us out and pinch hit for John and do the entire show uh, of college football this evening. So, uh, without further ado, I'm going to introduce our guest and... I just want to let everyone know, CBS back in the day had Jimmy the Greek. Then you had ESPN with Chris Berman doing the Swami. Currently, ESPN's college game day has Chris Felia the Bear. I think we've got them all beat. Right now, we've got Benny the Book, the King of Carolina. So without further ado, here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is, Benny the Book. Hey, good evening, Les. How are you doing tonight? Are you surviving the storm? Yeah, we got a little storm coming in here. I know. Hopefully, hopefully uh, your cat doesn't go crazy. My dogs don't go crazy. Yeah, hi Benjamin. We got a we got a uh, live guest. Uh, He's he's looking at the show from right through the window. Well, hopefully he'll enjoy the show. And I just want to let everyone out there know: please hit the subscribe button. We're going to have a comment section after the show, so please let us know what you'd like to hear because we want to talk about what you want to hear when it comes to sports. But today's show, we're really going to focus on college football. We're going to get it started. We're going to call this segment First Down with Benny the Book, and we're going to talk a little top 10 college football based on the AP's top 10. So, Benny, why don't we get started, and you can let me know who the pretenders and the contenders are. Well, Les, we got the uh, the usuals up there, the big SEC. They got, uh, they got their three. You got the Big Ten with their three. And you got a sp- you got the sprinkled in Pac-12, which next year they won't be here. No, it'll be the <laughs> Pac-9 next year. And uh, they even got two from the ACC, and they left out a – they were very impressive in the first week against Navy, my uh, Fighting Irish. And I know we very, have a lot of Notre Dame good. fans out there. Yes, they look very good. your opinion. Uh, and at, looking at this top ten, you got a lot of uh, five out of the top ten have new quarterbacks they lost do. their quarterbacks from last year. So uh, who's, who's to know what's, what's going to happen if these guys will uh, pan out, you know, if they'll be as good as they were last year. But uh, I, I, you know, Georgia, Georgia's got a great defense. They're all they're, they're, You know, you, ha- you have a defense, you're going to be there all the time. But Benny, you know? can they three-peat? I mean, it's so hard to win one. They're going for three straight national championships. Well, his, history history says no. I mean, and uh, I I I don't think so because I have I have a sleep I you know I have a dark horse, and you'll like the team that I like when we pick our uh, winners of the each big conferences, the Big Five. That's a little teaser. We're going to be doing a little bit of that. Afterwards, Benny's going to pick the conference champions uh, in the Power Five five conferences. So Georgia obviously breaking in Carson Beck. New quarterback. Uh, I know it's really difficult to three-peat, especially when you have Nick Saban 
coaching in your same division or same conference, different division, yeah. but he's, Saban's breaking in a new quarterback, right? I mean, and he hasn't even uh, let anybody know he, who that quarterback's right. going to be right now. Right. He hasn't even named it as far as we know. He, but they're playing uh, Tennessee Martin, right? Uh, they are. They, well, so, no, that's uh, you know, Alabama's got Middle uh, Tennessee. Oh, Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee. Start, uh, that, would be the, that would be the Blue Raiders out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. <laughs> so I don't think yeah. they stand a chance of upsetting Bama. No, no, definitely not. And it'll be a good uh, intro to this. We'll see how this kid is. But uh, the big test will be when he starts playing against those SEC teams week after week. You know, that's when you really know. That's 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 what's so hard. That's what's so amazing about Georgia. How they they've gone through this gauntlet. Every I mean, even the, even the lower tier teams could give you uh, a lot of trouble. Mississippi State, Mississippi. You know. Alabama, Alabama knows they, they they've uh, they've not fared well against Mississippi. Well, I, I got to so. say, Benny, there's really not a weak sister in the SEC. I mean, I know no. Vanderbilt for years has been kind of at the bottom of the conference, but you know they're capable of giving you a game any any day, right? I mean, there's yeah. no weak sister there. After they win this week, they'll be two and zero. That's right, Vanderbilt. That's they'll right, two and zero already. Two and, and they're gonna and they'll probably, they should win this week. Now. I know right now Michigan, they got Michigan rated ahead of Ohio State. I know, I don't want to tease it ahead, but I know you like the Wolverines, even though Harbaugh is missing the first three games due to a rules infraction violation by the NCAA. So he'll miss the first three games. And of course, they don't play anybody the first three games. They have, they have, they have their returning quarterback who many feel is going to be in the Heisman running. Uh, They have that uh, running back that got hurt last year, Blake Corum. He's 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 excellent. He's a really tough runner, and their defense is going to be good. Now Ohio State, you know they they're ranked uh, with, with their defense, but uh, they got to go to the big house if I if I'm correct, right? They're going to the big house. Do. I think they play at at Michigan oh, this year with a new quarterback. Obviously, that'll Kyle be a, that'll be a tough. But you know you don't know. Ohio State's got a lot of tests before they get to Michigan. They're gonna they're gonna play Notre Dame this year, and I think it's gonna be a little different this year. I think I think Notre Dame with the with the new rule changes, that's a big advantage. They got they finally have a quarterback that can run an offense. I agree. And and create and create offense. Now, this is a big time quarterback. I, I think that and we're talking about Sam Hartman, the transfer from Wake Forest. There's no doubt in my mind he's gonna put up Heisman numbers. Um He's got a solid offensive line. He's got weapons. Um, the kid's got an arm. He can throw. He can make all the throws. And he can get out of the pocket, scramble, and make plays. So I think he's a massive upgrade for what Notre Dame has had the last few years. Oh, a massive upgrade. It was uh, it was really, uh, as a Notre Dame fan, excellent watching them. I mean, they, I mean Navy doesn't Navy. quit. Na- Navy doesn't quit. No matter, no matter, you know, no matter what, they got kids that just don't quit. Agreed. You know, no matter how overmatched they are, they don't quit. And Benny, uh, Benny. last year, last year was a perfect example. They took Notre Dame. They were getting, they were getting stomped in the in the first half, and Notre Dame had to hang on for dear life. Benny, the service academies potentially the last three real student athletes left in college football. Correct. Yes. Uh, it's, so how about USC? So you know, preseason number six. Uh, you know, returning Heisman Trophy winner in Caleb Williams. 
Uh, you know, they, they beat up on San Jose State, gave up some yards against San Jose State, but beat them. Uh, you think they got a legitimate shot? Uh, they're, 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 uh, the Pac-12 this year, uh, for their last year, they've, they've got a, quite a few teams with, that, are, that are loaded that could really make noise in the top 10. You know, you conference have, of quarterbacks. You have Oregon, you have Oregon State, you have Washington, you have USC, you have UCLA, which that kid was a great quarterback. So I don't know how they're going to replace him, although they're, they're, they are ranked in the top 25. Mm-hmm. But that kid was, that kid was excellent. Uh, I, 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 hey, and I, and I forgot to mention the team that I think is going to win it all in, 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 the, uh, in the Pac-12. Utah. That's right. And if, if and we're going to touch base on them, a rising, little bit if rising is healthy and could stay in one piece, because he's a, he's a tough, he's a tough guy. And he just, he just don't know when this go down. That's, uh, I think that's his problem. He just doesn't yeah. know when to take the sack. It just run out of bounds. He right. plays that old school mentality. He's tough, but right. he's taking a beating and keep on ticking. He's like the Timex guy, right? I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. He must, he must've watched Tim Tebow when he was younger. He must have. Well, let let's uh, well, Tim Tebow. He's not okay, but well, well, we got so a couple now, more teams uh, that I definitely want to look at uh, in the top ten. That we, then we can touch on your picks to win the Power Five conferences. We'll do that right after a message from our sponsors. Forever twenty four fit Leland's only gym with twenty four hour access. Get fit when it's convenient, utilizing Life Fitness cardio and weight machines. And for those of you who prefer free weights, there is a free weight area as well. Start your membership today and get on your way to a better you. Six Happiness. Enjoy fresh Asian cuisine in a relaxed and friendly atmosphere where we believe good times deserve great food. Featuring the best sushi chefs in the Leland area. So come on in and we guarantee you will be delighted. All right, we're back, and I want to thank uh, our sponsors, of course, for uh, you know taking care of the show. Uh, they've been fantastic, so uh, my thanks to everyone out there for doing that. We are not going to second down, and, and Ben, we're going to have to shift gears real quick because uh, we did do a lot of talk in the top ten. I want to get real quickly your picks on the Power Five. Why don't you give them to me right now? Your picks on the Power Five, starting with potentially the toughest conference in football, the SEC. Yes, the SEC. Uh, my pick is going to be LSU. Okay. My uh, LSU Tigers? I, your LSU Tigers. That okay. should make you very happy. Um, I hated to see Brian Kelly go. I thought he was a great fit for Notre Dame. He, he, he got him right. He got him right up to the top. They just were a little, uh, you know, they ran into SEC teams, Alabama. You know, they, they, they just needed a little bit more to get over the top. He's an excellent coach. He's, he's done it before. He's done it all over the place. Wherever he's coached, he's always had a winner. And I really like their quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the underrated quarterbacks. Jalen Daniels, got, who transferred over from Arizona State last year. He's got legs. He's got wheels. He's 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 hard. He, he'll give Alabama. He'll give Georgia's defense trouble. Escapability. That's what you need against those teams. I hope to so. create To create plays. I hope you're right on that one. 
Okay. How about Big Ten? How about the Big Ten? Big Ten, I got to go with the Wolverines. I going with Harbaugh's crew. I like I like Harbaugh. I mean, I know he's just I know he's type of a screwball, but he's he's an excellent coach. I mean, (laughs) you you said he didn't say he did it at San Francisco. You know, he's got he's got a quarterback that he's got a lot of faith in. He's got the running back. I like. You think he can beat Day three years in a row? Oh yes, yes. Okay, I definitely think so. All right. Well, it's going to come down to those two. We all know that, right? Uh, Okay. Big Twelve. Uh, I'm not. I'm not picking my Mountaineers. No, no. All right. uh, I'm looking at Texas. Okay. Texas uh, has uh, Ewers as the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Sarkeesian's a seems to be an excellent coach. I think he's got it all together there. They're, I think they're going to get back to where they used to be. Okay. So I like I like Texas in the Big Twelve. And, and just big, going and we're going to talk about this is a, is a new is a new conference. There's right. And we're going to talk about teams. this. Coming up because oh. this is Texas's and Oklahoma's last year oh, last in the year. Big Twelve. Yes. They vacate and go to the SEC next year, so it's mm-hmm. going to get a lot tougher for Texas and Oklahoma to get into the playoffs playing in the SEC. Correct. How about the ACC? The ACC. Uh, I'm going to go with Florida State. Okay. They got a, they got another quarterback running, uh, going to you know be a candidate for the Heisman. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have a tough time with Florida state, but I'm going to have to pick, uh, I'm going to have to pick Florida state. Uh, you got North Carolina also in there, which they have, they might have the best quarterback in in the country. And we're going to talk but, about him in the Heisman race uh, coming yeah. up very briefly, but Clemson's dominated that conference for years. They've had iconic quarterbacks, you know, real, real game changing quarterbacks and Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence kind of a step down. You can't keep that going. And and I, I, I like your pick there. I, I think Florida State's on their way back. How about the Pac-12? The Pac-12. last year of the Pac-12. I'm going to go with Utah again. Okay. I mean, they've done it for the last two years. They've got most of their guys back. Uh, I don't see why not. I okay. just, uh, you know, it's it, it, that's a conference that it could be any one of five teams. You know, it could, it could really be, but I'm going to go with Utah. They did it the last two years. They'll do it again. And if anybody's heard the beeping going on in the background, we're under a tornado warning. So this shows you how dedicated we are to bringing you this show. (laughs) I am risking life and limb here in the studio, and hopefully it doesn't blow away in about five minutes. So getting to that point, uh, Benny, we're going to talk a little bit about the landscape of college football, right? What's happened and, and what is happening with conference realignments and you and I are both traditionalists. You know, we like it when it was the Southwest Conference and it was the, you know, the conferences right. were left alone. They had traditional bowl games based on, uh, you know, agreements between conferences and things like that. It's all changed now. Uh, Big 12, actually, this year, bringing in four new teams, three from the AAC, which is Houston, Cincinnati, and University of Central Florida. And also they brought in Brigham Young University, a right. independent out of Provo. The Cougars, and obviously the demise of the Pac-12. We can talk about that right now. The four best schools now are going to the Big Ten, which geographically makes no sense to me. But no. that's not what it's about, is it? It's all about the money. It's all it's about, all about the, money. the money. That's all it comes down to. They'll they'll say no, but uh, I I think it's like something like forty million or thirty five million that it's going to create more for those Pac-12 teams going to the Big Ten. I mean, how could you how could you say no to right. that? Plus, 
it's also about the exposure. You know, Big 12 owns, owns you know, Pac-12 has this, but who stays up to watch the Pac-12? You know, it's... it's No one it's, on the East Coast. No. And uh, the, their players will be, get more exposure. Uh, hopefully, they'll be able to... Uh, get some of the players from the Midwest, you know, to go out there, you know, California, nice place to go. Look at Caleb Williams. He went from He's done all right from Oklahoma goes there in his yeah. first year, wins the Heisman yeah. trophy. Yeah. That's uh, you know, but uh, there's going to be, it, it's going to be a very interesting year due to the rule changes, the conference, re, conference realignments, you know, uh, I, I think, I think it's going to, I think the rule changes are going to equal it out a little bit, you know, yeah. make it, and make let's it talk closer. about that one big one, Benny, the one that I know you brought up to me. I wasn't even aware of the rule change, but how that is going to really affect the offenses in yeah, college. Those, football. those high powered, fast uh, running players, uh, plays, they're not going to be able to take place. So it's going to shorten the game. Mm-hmm. Offenses aren't going to get as many plays. And then for example, a Notre Dame team, great offensive line. They'll be able to control the ball. They'll, they'll be able to play against these high-powered USC, Ohio State, where as before, uh, you know, their defense doesn't have to be that good. You know, they'll have to stop them mm-hmm. less times. They won't have to stop them. I mean, I should say they won't have to stop them as many times because they're not going to get the ball that much. So it's basically if – if I'm reading it right, it's it used to be when a team got the first down, they would stop the clock until they reset the chains, then started running it. Now it's running all the time until the final two minutes of the first half and the final two minutes of the game. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yes. So yes. they they uh you know when they when they go out of bounds, it will keep running. It won't. It won't. They won't wait until they bring the ball in, set the chains, get okay. the the guys will be in the huddle or they'll be at the line of scrimmage. So it will shorten the games, and that and that's and that's what the, that's what the uh, NCAA wanted to do. They wanted to shorten the games. I think everybody you know? wants to shorten games these years, depending on what sport it is. No one wants to sit in front of a television for four and a no. half hours and watch a sporting event anymore. No. No. Um, real quick, and we touched on it: transfer transfers. What's your take on it, and, and what's your take specifically on what Deion Sanders has done at Colorado? Because if you remember when he came in with ESPN and they had the cameras there, he basically said to the team, I'm just going to let you know, most of you oh. won't be here for the first game. And no, he, true to his he word, told, he got everyone hit the portal. He, he, didn't, he, didn't get, he didn't get rid of them. He says, your best bet is to go to the portal. He says, and 71 players play. did. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing in my own guys. So he had uh, 51 transfers, 21 new freshmen. You know, like you said, 71 of his players entered the portal. Uh, one in one in an eleven team. I don't know uh, how many how many uh, got other opportunities, but it's 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 not college. It's not college football like we knew growing up. It's no, totally it's different to me, Benny. It's like free agency now, and yeah. I understand for years what they would say. And it's interesting to talk about some future guests we're going to have on the show. We're going to be lucky enough to bring on William Barnes, the starting offensive tackle at the University of North Carolina. And one of the questions I want to ask William is. Why did you pick North Carolina? And was it because of a coach? Because in years past, you went to a school, maybe because the coach was there, he took a better offer and left, and you're stuck at that school. And now when new coaching staff comes in that doesn't mesh with you, you're kind of stuck there, and you really couldn't leave. Now right, that, you can get yeah, up that, and just go anywhere you want to go. 
Right. That was the problem, Les. That it wasn't fair to the students that they went and they allowed the coaches to jump, mm-hmm. but they didn't allow the, the, the recruits that they brought in. And it wasn't fair. That it wasn't fair to the student. But now they but now it's it's a free for all. It's just like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to start here. But if I can't start here, I'll just go. I'll just go somewhere else. But but to me, it, it takes out the competition because right. now you've got now you look at a team like Alabama or Georgia. They bring in five star kids, right? I mean, let's right. face it, they're not bringing in two and three star quarterbacks. Okay, this isn't UMass. No pun intended. I want to rank on UMass because they they won this week and they beat New Mexico State to start one and zero. But you know, you you get beat out in a positional battle instead of staying there. In seeing if you can get better or maybe competing later on in the year or next year, they just leave. They're like, well, I'm not playing, so I leave and I go to the next best opportunity. And you can have kids playing at four colleges in four years, which is kind of a sham. Right, right. I don't, I don't like it. No, I, I don't like it either. And the main reason that students go to universities, yes, they're football players and they want to play football and have the aspiration to get to the NFL, but – not many do. Right. You're, you're there to get a degree. They're giving you a free education. Which, but Jim's pawn and gun shop. You know, to be, other I mean, people. That was the thing. It used to be uh, that, you know, the education was what, what, what mattered. That was the big, right. big thing. Right. Sorry about that. And, we just had a little Jim's gun on there, which is, yeah. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get that one up and running in, in, in a couple seconds. Like I said, we're live. This is our first kickoff show. We're going to have some glitches. We'll work them all out. Don't you worry about that. But uh, right now, we just want to jump into the Heisman. So very interesting Heisman race this year, right? You've got the returning Heisman winner, Caleb Williams, bidding to be only the second player in NCAA history to win two Heismans and do it back-to-back, just like Archie Griffin did in 74 and 75 with the Ohio State Buckeyes. You've got a list of some players that you think, and I kind of like the surprise that you're picking for the Heisman. And I think it's not a bad pick. It's really not a long shot. Yeah, I got, I got a few guys. Uh, it's very hard to repeat, uh, you know, as you could see. Uh, and uh, three, three of the guys that I think, uh, the May from North Carolina, the quarterback, tremendous, tremendous season last great year. Great, great dual he, threat quarterback. He, he, he could only get better. Absolutely. He, you look at him; he's only going to get better. Absolutely. Then you got Knicks. From Oregon, which they were really, uh, I think, I think he exceeded expectations. I think they they thought they were going to get a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think he he was better than they expected. And, and he basically Auburn, he just left Auburn. He just couldn't. It didn't work yeah. at Auburn. His dad right. was a quarterback there, Patrick Nix, and it just didn't work for him. And then he goes, like you said, to Oregon, exceeds all expectations, puts up massive numbers. Now. My guy that I talked to you about, I think he's the best college football player in the country. Mm-hmm. Bowers, the tight end from Rock Georgia. Bowers. Rock Bowers could do it all. He's, he's a tight end, but he's like a wide receiver. It's and he's a great blocker. He's, 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 he's one of the, you know, and I've seen a lot of great tight ends from Notre Dame because they, they always have great tight ends. And I think that he could be a surprise. But I did some research because I was curious. Can you name the last two tight ends that finished in the top five 
in the Heisman voting. All right, I'm not looking at my notes, okay? I, I'm not looking at my notes. I, I would say there's only two that I, I could think of that would have finished in the top five. One of my picks would have been Keith Jackson at Oklahoma. The other would have been Ken McAfee at Notre Dame. And Ken McAfee was the last one in 1977. He finished third to Earl Campbell. Out of Brockton, Massachusetts. And the tight end before that, 1968, Ted Qualick. Ted Qualick, former 49er. Finished fifth. Well, so I, let, I, 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 still, I still like Brock Bowers, okay. but looking at, looking at the history, I mean, he'd have to do something awful special. And then... I have the new quarterback at Georgia. Wow. So but the thing's beeping. I think the tornado is imminent. I think it's over the house. Really? You hear something beeping? Yeah, we've got warnings going on. It's crazy over here. Mm. So let me ask you a question, okay? Who's going to be your pick preseason to win the Heisman? I am going to take uh, May from North Carolina. Travis May. Travis okay. May. Uh, Drake May. Okay. Drake May. Drake. So we got, I, I know, I, I got his brother, Luke May, on the brain, who won a national mm-hmm. championship with North Carolina as a basketball player in 2016. But he threw for over 4,000 yards last year, ran for over 700. I, I think his touchdown to interception ratio was 34 to 35 to 7. Uh, fantastic quarterback. And I agree with you. Uh, offensive line plays well. He has some weapons. He could put up some massive numbers this year. The Pac-12 the Pac also has a couple other quarterbacks that, let's, that let, let's have Let's talk a shot. about those couple quarterbacks. You got Penix Jr. That's right. And you got, uh, who was the other, the we'll other talk guy? We'll talk Bo Nix. Bo Nix. You got Williams coming back. Now, what about the transfer? And and I, I mistakenly, I can't pronounce his last name, but the transfer oh. from Clemson. DJ. Clemson. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I say ukulele. I'm so sorry, yeah. but it's. Ungalela or something, yeah, we'll, I think we'll, it is. We'll, we'll find out next show. We'll, we'll find we'll, out when he we'll, plays. We'll, but he's we'll going to the, a really good Oregon State team with a really good coach. Yeah, yeah, but uh, they are very tough. Some they're a very tough. They're a very tough. Uh, they're a very tough team. Also, now they, I they know, play excellent. Well, now you would put you, down as one of your sleepers, and it's interesting because uh, Will Rogers, the quarterback at Mississippi State, which Mr. Rogers, right now that offense was installed by the late, great Mike Leach, who yes. was one of the inventors of the air raid offense with Hal Mummy back in Valdosta State way back in the day. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, we put up some really huge numbers. But I'm thinking, without Leach there, can he continue to put up those numbers against those stout SEC defenses? Uh, I would think that he's almost going to be like a coach on the field. He, 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 learned, under, he learned under him. Okay. You know, he's going to, you know... He seems like a smart guy, you know, and uh, I, I I think he'll be all right. They'll get uh, they'll they'll get some guys in there that'll take care. Okay, and I and I'm curious to think now. What do you think about this whole Arch Manning, uh, Quinn yours? Now yours has obviously been named the starter by Sarkeesian at Texas. Um, Arch Manning came in much ballyhooed. I mean, he was the number one guy. I mean, he was the, he was the he's he's a Manning, right? He's yeah. a Manning. Do you think they're going to redshirt him if he doesn't play early? Or do you think maybe he says, eh, I'm going to Alabama? What do you think he does? I would think they were going to redshirt him. Okay. You know, if it, all depending on how, how Brock Ewers thoughts are, uh, you know, 
Hewer starts off. They they're gonna they, they're gonna have a good hey, they lost they lost a great running back. I mean, it's gonna be hard to replace that guy. Well, I was gonna say he he's turning out to be uh, he looked pretty good in preseason right now. So mm-hmm. you're right, it's gonna be difficult to replace him. So all right, so so we got uh, right now you got Drake May winning the thing, uh, which is not a bad pick. He's obviously uh, top five. Everyone's got Drake May as a, as a top five pick there. Uh, I know your sleep is Brock I, Bowers. I agree with you. Yeah, I think he I, might I, be the most pro ready player in college football. But you know, I think I quarterback think, is he going to get the targets? I also think Nick's has a very good shot. Bo Nix. I, okay, well, you know I think I think, I think I told you that he was going to win the uh, Heisman. Yeah, Oregon's Oregon's going to be tough. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Question. Next year, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah go to the Big 12. I see Utah coming right in with the program that Whittingham has had, and you talk about continuity, 19th year coaching at Utah, plus he was the defensive coordinator when Urban Meyer was there, (laughs) and they went undefeated in 2004. I think they go right into the Big 12, and I think they win the thing. They could. They very could. I I, I was taking a good look at the uh, Big 12 because I – I went to a lot of games, saw a lot of Oklahoma State taking a big step down. Uh, Texas Tech, you know, air raid, they always have, you know, they always have offense, but they're never that good defensively. Uh, I I think Houston is going to be a a tough team because uh, Holgerson coached at Oklahoma State and coached at West Virginia. He He was a head coach at two teams in the Big 12. So I think that He's very comfortable coaching against those teams. He knows what to do. And, I was going to say, uh, Texas Tech, the Red Raiders, they always put up points. But the, I mean, listen, Patrick Mahomes uh, quarterback the Red Raiders and put up massive numbers, never won because they couldn't stop yeah, anybody. Because they couldn't stop anybody. The, the Big 12 commissioner already gave uh, a word to Texas Tech coach. He says, when you play Texas, you better take care of them. That's right. Because they're leaving. He I like the way you say like, that. You better take care. He doesn't like Texas. He doesn't like Texas. Well, listen, Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12 for the big bucks at the SEC. I, I agree with you. I think they really want to send Texas out. They really want, they, they want to give Texas a, a nice going away present for the SEC, right? Oh, yes. Yes, they do. Well, Texas and Oklahoma, they, they, every team would love to beat them. That's for sure. Well, we've covered a lot of ground here with college football and the way it's going and, and the way we see it going this year and beyond. Also wanted to touch base real quick. Next year, the playoff system goes from four teams to 12 teams. They haven't exactly ironed that out yet, but it's going to be interesting next year with 12 teams in this thing. Oh yeah. Um, and there'll, and there'll still be teams that complain because the teams that are 13 and 14, they're going to say, well, I don't, I'm as good as the tenth and the, and the ninth, and I agree. So there'll always be there'll always be. Uh, I I personally would think eight eight should be the maximum. I I really do. Twelve is you, you're going you're going into teams that didn't even win their conference. You know, I agree with you because I say out of the Power Five, which is going to be the Power Four, you take the four winners, you take the four second highest seeds, and you stop it. But I agree, team 13, 14, and fifteen are going to have a gripe. There's no doubt about it. But but we just finished second down. So, Benny, we've got through first and second down here. Power still on, thank God. Still on. Still we're beeping pulled. a little bit. I can rain, hear the rain, rain pounding out there. Rain is, rain is coming down. It's coming down. But we're going to go for third down, and we'll be right back to talk about that after a word from our sponsors. 
Jim's Pawn and Guns Shop, located at 4212 Oleander Drive, Wilmington's number one firearms dealer. Sporting a large inventory, including all brands of handguns and long guns, a full stock of accessories, and all types of ammunition, Jim's Pawn and Gun Shop has it all, including the best customer service in the area. Before the lights go out, call Wilmington Generators. We offer the lowest price and a 10-year warranty for all Briggs & Stratton installations. A Briggs & Stratton powers more of your home for less money. Call for a free quote. Wilmington Generators. We play with power. All right. Welcome back. Again, thanks to all our sponsors for supporting Swartz Talking Sports. Now, here we are, Benny. We are on third down. All right. We're, oh, we, we're making that. We're going to get Fresh. to that. Jane, the we're third down the here. We're on. using the new rules, okay? So this is, is this is the, my favorite part of the show. Is going to be, and you're going to be doing this every week for us. You're going to be picking every week the top three college games and three best pro games that you're going to give us. But so far, right now, with and, pros starting a week after Labor Day, and that, I got a right few good weekend, ones the first week. I got you're going to go ones. and give us your five best college picks for the official first week of college football. So. Let's roll it, and you let us know who the viewers should look at. All right, guys. My first pick is the Colorado Buffaloes, plus the 20 points at TCU. TCU lost their quarterback, their best running back, their wide receiver, all to the pros, all doing very well in preseason. I, 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 I can't see Dion just laying an egg. He brought he brought in a lot of players. He's he's always produced. He's he, he's a guy that gets it done. No matter what he does, if he says he, he wants to do it, he gets it done. He was he was a tremendous football player. He was a very good baseball player, and now he coached Jacksonville State. Correct, uh, Jackson State to an eleven one season last year, and uh, it's just it's just a, a matter of time where I'm sure he'll turn that program around because. They used to be a very good program, Colorado. It's uh, you know, surprising that they were one and eleven. Yeah, Benny. You know that that's the surprising thing about that is that when he took the job, it was offered the job and took it. There were guys out there like Stephen A. Smith, you know, at ESPN, who said, "Oh, it's an awful job. Don't take it. He'll never win there." But Bill McCartney took that team in the mid '80s, won a national championship with the Buffaloes, went to back to backs. They lost to Notre Dame and then won it the yep. next year. Even when great he running, left, Gary Barnett, great running backs, Abdul Salam. Uh, Abdul Salam won a Heisman. Yep. Uh, you have they, Barnett coach there and Rick Neuheisel and one big there. So yes. I think it's a sleeping giant. I think that yes. you could come in there if you recruit well. The landscape, it's a beautiful campus from what people yes. tell me. One of my buddies who's out there listening right now, initials GM, uh, you know, one of his sons went to the University of Colorado when all his kids live out there. It's beautiful out there. So... CC son went to Colorado. Ah, also. See, look at this. We've got some C. people C. going out to Boulder, don't we? So, yes, he, so you're liking Colorado getting the 20 points. Yep. Okay. Game number two is. Oh, oh this is a Chet special. Yes, this is for you, Chet. Hey, good luck tomorrow, Chet. Hope yeah. everything goes well. Chet, good luck tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to. I'm. I'm. I'm sorry to say, I have to take the Indiana Hoosiers plus the 30 points okay. against Ohio State. Ohio State 
new quarterback. They just named him two days ago. I know, I know May said I'm very confident in either guy. Both guys are going to play. But uh, a lot of times that, don't, that doesn't work, two quarterbacks. And, you know, they lost a real good one last year. They did. C.J. Stroud, top five and, pick. And I know, that, I know they're loaded at wide receiver because they're becoming a wide receiver university. Everybody that plays wide Marvin receiver. Marvin Harrison right, Jr., he's a that's stud. A guy, that's a guy you like, right, for the uh, Heisman. I like him you for the Heisman. If they can get a quarterback that gets him the ball, the kid's electric. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. But uh, I just think Ohio State's it's first game, keep it close. Indiana will keep it close. Okay. All right. All right. Here's an interesting one. I don't I'm curious to know why I know why you're picking this game because we got one of our neighbors here who went to UConn, right? So UConn playing against North Carolina state, a local Carolina team out of Raleigh. Okay. Tell us who you like. I'm going to tell you last year, I went to the Myrtle beach bowl being living down here and I watched UConn and they played old dominion. And I said, this team doesn't even look like a division one team. (laughs) <laughs> but now that I'm looking at the game, and at one time they were good, they're getting 14 and a half at home. North Carolina State whipped them last year. But I'm going to take UConn because NC State's next game is against the Fighting Irish. And you're going and, to that game. And I'm going to that game. And I know that kids, they're not looking at UConn. They know that the Fighting Irish are coming in. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a game that they win – Puts them on the map. So, so you're saying I'm, they're looking ahead. Uh, they're looking ahead. It's a, it's it's something that happens all the time. So I'm going to take UConn plus the 14 and a half because they probably should be favored by more than 14 and a half points. Okay. Remember now, Dan Hurley isn't coaching this team. He coaches the basketball team. Yeah, but a, a former NFL coach coaches UConn. That's true. Is it Jamora? Jamora. Jamora Jr. Okay. Yep. I knew I last year I knew I recognized. I said that guy, that guy, I know that guy. And it was uh, Jamora. Jamora Jr. Uh, Okay. So you got UConn. All right. Next up, we've got South, the Battle of Carolina in a neutral site game played in Charlotte. We've got South Carolina against North Carolina in your preseason Heisman pick, Drake May. Drake May. I know. I said, I said, I think he could win, the, might win the Heisman, be the favorite, but I like SEC teams against ACC. It's just South Carolina has a quarterback that two years ago was at Oklahoma. When the season started, he was the number one contender for the Heisman. Okay, three days into the season or three games, he is out. And Caleb Williams is in as the quarterback. And that's Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler. So I'm going to go with the SEC team against the ACC. I got a feeling that uh, they're going to win that game. All right. So Okay. So you're going to go with the Gamecocks, the fighting Gamecocks over the Tar Tar Heels. My my native team. All right. Next up, this game is near and dear to my heart. Okay. You know, because it's my LSU Tigers. Okay, and neutral, and again, another neutral site game played in Orlando, a rematch of last year's game that Florida State beat them because LSU's special teams was horrid. Who do you like and why? Uh, another another SEC against ACC. I like LSU. You like the I, I, I like their quarterback. I like your I pick. like 
I know, I know that they're going to be missing uh, a few a few starters. I know the defensive lineman is out, is suspended for one game, I think. Correct. Mason Smith will miss the yeah. game. And just today found out that John Emery, who, interesting enough, Benny, I just I read up on that. I couldn't believe this. This is the third consecutive year that he's missing an opening game due to academic violations. Uh, another one that don't like go to class. Doesn't <laughs> want to go to class. All right. I'm well, not going to touch that one, but you know, I, I, it's going to be a tough game and I'm going to, I'm going to give you the prediction. Uh, I think LSU wins 20 to 17. A close a defensive goal. battle. Close, close, close game. How, so you think LSU can contain Jordan Travis, another, another player that you like yes, in, in, in a top 10 Heisman looking uh, mm-hmm. voting. You, you kind of like that kid. And you think LSU can kind of corral him a little bit. I, I think LSU has two of the top-rated uh, safeties in the country, if I'm well, not correct. they got this kid, Harold Perkins, who might be the best outside linebacker in the country. He oh, is, yes. He is a yes. lightning. He is awesome. He, he was is. awesome in the uh, in the uh, playoff game, in the, in, the, in the game last year. In the, uh, He's very good. In the bowl game. He was very, very good. Now, but, we are going to do a little bit of a bonus pick, and I, I got to throw this one out here. To uh, by the way, uh, special hello to the Willard family who's watching us from Florida and watching us from Illinois. Uh, so I have to say hi to them and a Florida Gator in the family. Uh, big game against Utah. Another revenge game. Uh, they're going to Utah this this year. They upset the Utes last year and kind of derailed their. It could have been a national championship team if they had beaten Florida last year, right? Um, Correct. Yes. So yes. you're going to pick the over under on this game. And as I of like, right now, is I like Cam the under, playing? Yeah. I like under 45 points. Okay. New rule change. Get the clock going. Two defensive teams. Florida is very good defensively. Utah is always very good defensively. Florida has a new quarterback. Uh, as you said, rising. We don't know if he's playing or not. You know, he could he could be playing and he could get knocked out of the game. Mm-hmm. Because they don't, they don't really know what his status is from his severe injury last year. So I think under forty five is is the play in that game. I like that as well. I I don't think it's going to be an offensive shootout. I I I think the high altitude in Salt Lake City might affect Florida a little bit uh, coming into the fourth quarter. Could be. Yes. Although it didn't did, didn't hurt any of Colorado's opponents last year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Yeah. So. That's our top picks right now. And then we're going to throw you up Benny the Book's best of the rest. And let's just quickly go down the line here with your best of the rest picks for the first week of college football. All right, guys. Yeah, you see, uh, I got Tulane minus six and a half. Excellent year last year. I think they're going to continue. Rice, Texas. Texas in a blowout. You don't think Rice has any chance to keep this thing close? No, no, no. I don't chance either. At all. Texas is going to r- run it up. Okay. Michigan, East Carolina. Here's a here's a home state pick. The Pirates, East Carolina, plus thirty six. No, no coach. They probably will lose by four touchdowns. Probably lose by twenty, or they could get a back. Backdoor cover. They could be losing by 42 and score a late touchdown, and they lose, and, they, and you win by one. Uh, Nebraska, Minnesota. I don't know what happened to Nebraska. It used to be a powerhouse. Yeah, we were talking about that. Back in the 70s and 80s and 90s, Osborne had that thing rolling. 
Yes. Uh, Minnesota, good team, very good coach. And we go to UCLA versus Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina, one of them fighting young teams that... Uh, the Chanticleers. They're, they're, they're looking for respect. So UCLA, less their, less their quarterback from last year. I think they'll keep it close. And Coastal Carolina's quarterback, McCall, a couple years ago, led them to an undefeated season. And he went, I, I think he only lost one game last year as a starter. So he's a tremendous quarterback and a good pro prospect. Wasn't he the one that uh, ripped up his uh, knee severely? He did. Hurt his knee yeah. and came back. Yeah. So, right. right. so the next pick back. is near and dear to your heart because if people can oh, see the screen, I love it's it. right I there. Love the looking picture. at the screen. I love what you're, you're wearing. Mountaineers, man. Mountaineers against Penn State. Penn State lost their quarterback. I know they're supposed to be loaded. Mountaineers, 5-7 and seven last year, but they blew three or four games in the fourth quarter. Very easily could have had a reverse, a reverse uh, winning record. Now, Penn State starting a first-year quarterback, Drew Allard, and Franklin's done a nice job. The thing about Penn State, Benny, that every year they're great, they look good, and they either lose to Ohio State or Michigan, the one game they need to win to get over the top, and they can't do it. So you're thinking that yep. West Virginia yeah. keeps it close. West Virginia hung in a lot of games last year. But just uh, couldn't 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 finish them. Couldn't finish those fourth quarters. All right. So we're liking the Mountaineers getting Plus twenty. Now here's what this is my TC. This is your TC yeah. special, is it? Yeah. Not? This is this is my TC special. Now, if this Rutgers team doesn't beat this Northwest team by a touchdown, Shiano will be on ninety five heading down <laughs> to North Carolina to retire and play golf with TC. So that's, 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 they can't continue if they can't beat this Northwestern team. They got to beat this team by seven points. Well, you and I both know the only person that watches Rutgers football is TC. Yes, I know. And uh, shout out to him on the, uh, I'll see you uh, Sunday and I'll see you Monday. Hope, hope you're feeling better also. All right. Those compass then, point guys, you know, our, they, they, our last, they, well, in Northwestern, obviously, uh, you know, with the big scandal, with the uh, yeah. hazing scandal, with Fitzgerald getting, you know, let go this year. And I think yeah, he was, numerous players was, are suing the university, I think. Yeah, he was a very, he was a very good coach. He's a very good yeah. coach. But, very good you know, coach. Very I mean, good. There was a very lot of good player. On behind the scenes Very there. good player also, too. Was, I know. He was a tremendous a, player with Northwest. I thought he would have been the perfect Notre Dame coach, believe it or not. Yeah. 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 You're right. That would have been a good choice at now, one time. Our last game, obviously an ACC game. We're an ACC country. Who do you like? Uh, I'm going to take Clemson. I uh, I just think uh, they're going to be at the top. You know, they're going to be fighting Florida State for the uh, and North Carolina for the uh, ACC crown. So I don't think Duke's going to get in their way. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, I think I think Clemson's got this game. Um, it's going to be a coming out party for Kay Klubnik. Hopefully, you know, he played a few games last year and started. Yeah, but, he, he 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 came in and uh, did a very good job. But this is really his team from day one. Dabo Sweeney's given him the keys, and he's going to go from there. So, so but I, I want to uh, say, uh, Benny, again, you know, thank you for pinch hitting for John. I know it was it a last-minute thing. It was a pleasure. You know, coming in. I give a shout-out to my show. Goombas out there in New York and all over the country. No, I, I, I do appreciate it. And, again, next week, give a little tease to the people out here. 
Next week, you're going to be picking your top three college, your top three pro, and we're going to throw in a little Major League Baseball next week. We're going to handicap the, the, the playoff races and ultimately who you think is going to take home the World Series trophy. I give you a hint. It's not going to be your Yankees. It's not going to be the Yankees. And it's, it's not, not going to be, be my Red Sox. It's not going to be your Red Sox either. That's true. So yeah, we're, 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 we're waiting for next year. It's the way, why don't you keep going to bring, they're going to bring back number nine. They're going to bring back number nine. <laughs> they're going to bring back Roger. And people are going to ask me, why does the Red Sox fan have a Roger Maris jersey? I did it for Benny. That's right. That's why. Oh, and by the way, you're probably going to shell about $500 million to get Shoei Otani in his one arm. Yeah. So, I think he hit another home run today. Did he really? Yeah, I think so. Well, he's, he's, he's not pitching. His, that's game. done. Oh, he's got a torn torn uh, ligament, right? He's got is he going to is he going to have a little Tommy John surgery at the end of the season? Probably. I mean, yeah. most likely. So we're going to talk a little about Major League Baseball next week, and and we're also I'm going to track your picks, Ben. So yes. every week I'm going to see track how you stuff. do, and <laughs> if you're hitting seventy percent, we're going to put it up there. You're hitting seventy percent, and and I'll be very happy if I hit seventy percent. Well, again, thanks for pinch hitting for John. And we'll see you. I'll see you Sunday on the golf course. I'll be giving you my twenty dollars because I don't understand any of the betting things that you do. So Uh, I'll give you your twenty dollars. All right. Take care, Ben, and stay safe with the storm. Good night, Les. Take care. Good night, all fans. Take care. Now, want to thank Benny again for coming on, and uh, we look forward to uh, John next week talking about his pro uh, prognostications in his uh, his Super Bowl pick next week. Last thing I want to leave everyone with is, is that if you're a sports fan, a true sports fan, and, and you've got your team, whether it's college or pro, you've always suffered some excruciating loss. Your team's going in for the winning touchdown. The running back fumbles at the one-yard line. A kick, wide right. Florida State knows all about that and Bobby Bowden, right? A penalty called on a last drive of a game that keeps the other team on the field, and they ultimately win. It's the proverbial what if, what if this, what if that, what I'd love you to do out there is comment and let me know what is your what if moment in your team or player. And we'll address it next week. And we'll talk about that and and highlight it and talk about that specific game and what the outcomes might've been. I'll just throw one. What if here right now, what if the Patriots never drafted Tom Brady and he got drafted by the Detroit lions in the third round or the Atlanta Falcons? Is Tom Brady Tom Brady? He gets drafted by the Patriots, goes to an organization on the rise. Bill Belichick has a 20-year unprecedented run as probably the greatest franchise in NFL history. We can talk about how we got there, but interesting to see what would have happened if he did not get drafted by the Patriots. Well, again, I want to thank everybody so much for joining in to our kickoff show again Thank you very, very much to my director and producer, Tony Smiraldi. Did an excellent job navigating us through our first live broadcast with all the craziness going on. I can hear wind swirling and rain and thunder. It's crazy. So I want to thank everybody. Please hit that subscribe button. Please hit it. Let us know what you want to hear about. Let us know what content you want to talk about. And we'll see you next Wednesday at 7 o'clock. 